0: The Tuesday Club with Sean, Kyle and Shane.
1: Oh, it's Tuesday Club, it's Tuesday Evening Club, sorry guys, I know we're a little bit late again this week, we were last week, we're just so much busy, we're just so busy, busy boys, which is good really in a way, Covid and all of that, uh, but uh, Shane and I got back on telly, he's doing lots of other things, other adventures, Kyle's working all hours, God send him, but at least we are getting it out on a Tuesday, eh boys, eh? Exactly.
0: Exactly. We we might be late, but we'll get it there in the end. You're all
2: right. It's a little bit like the, the only ever Tuesday clubs I used to go to this late in the night was down in the Weatherspoons for a bit of steak. <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: where we got the idea from, was it? Tuesday <laughs> club in Weatherspoons.
2: Pretty much. I miss those days.
1: Yeah. There's lots of other reputable bars who uh, could quite frankly sponsor us if they wanted to but anyway that's another thing um <laughs> please listen, we're give just us about, money <laughs> we just about thawed and dried out Shane and I were at Rodney Parade last night for the Blues Match and Premier Sports more of uh Welsh rugby a little bit later <clears throat> but we've got a few other things to discuss we're going to kick straight in I'm not going to beat them by the bush Argentina wow. come on boys yeah. they
0: beat the All Blacks yeah, unbelievable, isn't it? Incredible. Uh, yeah, unbelievable. I think um, the fact that they haven't played rugby for probably a year as well, is it? <laughs> yeah. It's just, it's just incredible. I think I don't think the All Blacks team now are the All Blacks of maybe two, three seasons ago. I don't think they have the strength and depth that they had then. However, it's hell, it's a hell of a result, and still a very, very good team with all the Barretts in there and the Ione's and all that. And it's great to see as well. You know, I watched them. Um, Watch Australia. Australia beat them last week as well, which was great. It's great for world rugby. The week before that, you know, they absolutely steamrolled Australia. Australia come back and beat them. Um, I love it. I, I love watching the the, the Southern Hemisphere rugby. It's fantastic rugby. And the way that Argentina just stuck it to the All Blacks, very, very commendable and and deserved winners. Deserved uh, did you watch it live,
2: Kyle? I didn't watch it live. I uh, I watched it on catch up, but. I seen the result, and then I was just like, "Oh no, nah, that can't, that can't be true." You go on social media, and you try and avoid it, but nowadays it's impossible to av- avoid a sport result. And I seen, I was like, "All right, I am gonna have to sit down and actually watch this now." And uh, the same, it was absolutely incredible just to see how physically the, the Ag- or the Pumas were with the All Blacks. And the one one thing that I noticed is the same old All Blacks. And as a rugby fan, right, you know, a Welsh rugby fan, we don't get to play on that often, okay, um, so. You like to see the All Blacks win because they play brilliant rugby and it's nice to watch that. But when they lose, you're even more excited. And what I saw, this is a personal opinion, is they started to lose their heads. And when you get the All Blacks and they start getting beaten, they all start losing their heads. They start the fighting and the fisticuffs and it just goes out the window. And it was penalty after penalty. And to be honest, everyone knows the Argentina are... You know, pretty strong, big up front and, you know, their pack are going to try and smash you, but then they always sort of fall away. But the last sort of five years, you know, they've been coming and they've been having some results, but that there has got to be, you know, probably one of the biggest upsets and results in in world rugby for a while.
1: But they they are so passionate, aren't they? You know, as an emotional, I always love watching the Argentinian and Italian anthems. And uh, for me now, they've got a captain that epitomizes their rugby nation, Shane Matera. I loved him at. Um, yeah. I get up to watch it? It's one thing having the eyes at the hacker, which has been a lot of them made of. But when the referee Angus Gardner said to him, um, you know, look, you, you need to show some leadership here. Your players are losing control. He said, they're pushing my players. I play for my country. They need to show me respect. Yeah, that was <laughs> great. Thought, yeah, yeah. You got it. It's calm as you like. It's,
0: it's, it's, it's great, doesn't it? You saw Ledesma as well. Um, oh, yeah. You know, Balling his eyes out up there. And, and you know you know that's, that's pure passion and that's pure um, kind of respect for the players around him. And, yeah, Kylie on about, you know, the, the All Blacks are a bit ruffled and they push in, started fighting with the Argies. They're the last team in the world you want to start fighting with. They are nails, absolute <laughs> nails. And uh, they are. And, uh, you know, you talk about oh, was those South Africans are big boys and, you know, the Kiwis are big. They don't come much bigger than the RGs. And you know that the team talk was the old school gets stuck in Yep. because they didn't take a backwards step. They were out of the line quick. They were double tackling. They were just causing problems all day long in the breakdown. They stopped the All Blacks having any ball on the front foot and the All Blacks did not have a clue what to do about it. It was it was great to watch. And for any team, you know, for, for the Welsh team, in, right, that are going to play the All Blacks when they play them next, I should say, that's how you beat them. You, the you're, not, you're not going to, yeah, there's the recipe. You you can't outflash the All Blacks. You If you score three tries, they, they might score four tries. But if you get stuck into them and you ruffle their feathers, which doesn't happen very often. Yeah. Uh, it just goes to show you can beat them. You know, it's um You're right, I, then, I love the Argentina,
2: they're great, man. When was great the last time you that? seen the All Blacks lose two weeks in a row?
1: Oh, well, this is it. You know, Ian Fox, I, I was on a, um, a radio show. I got a, a Welsh mate who does an Aussie radio show. He rings me from time to time to get a Northern Hemisphere perspective, did it today. And he's got a Kiwi on there called Rob, and <laughs> he said, New Zealand public and press are just Go in at them big time, particularly in Foster, the coach, mm. you know. But uh, uh, it resonates with me what Shane says about, you know, you score three tries and they'll score more. I, I always remember the the game Shane played in in the World Cup in two thousand three. Was it he played the All Blacks? Three, maybe. Yeah. And yeah. I know we did play really well and we played some amazing rugby, but I, I often remind people sometimes that New Zealand scored eight tries that day.
2: Yeah. You <laughs> scored a pool yeah. lot that day as well, Shane, didn't you?
1: Yeah, he
0: did, and we, we played we, brilliantly. Yeah. We scored eight tries. We, we scored a few. We scored a few, yeah. Look, yeah, it's probably you know as a as a spectator, probably one of the best rugbys you've ever seen in in world rugby. Insane, I mean So so was Wales versus Fiji, two thousand and seven.
1: Just uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, well, you know, back to, you know? Back, back to Argentina. What, what, what's your me- biggest memory of playing against Argentina?
0: Um, oh god, just just remember on tour, just to Argentina was the tough first place you would go and play um the fact that you know when i when i was playing against argentina i always used to think right these these are a team you put 30 40 points on and you would on one week one week you put 30 40 points on the, on the argies the next week the same team would rock up and and you could see they it was just like looking at a completely different team they were there to mangle you, to absolutely mangle you. they'd come out and they'd beat you <laughs> by 30 points and he was like oh, where was that last week you know that's that's the kind of team they are really and, and um uh, they i remember being in tuckerman now tuckerman isn't isn't the nicest of places when it comes to um you know scenery and and crime and everything else it's quite it's quite a rough place and um we we were told you know do not go out in the streets after six o'clock because you know you just you just won't make it you'll get you'll get robbed you'll get murdered you'll get whatever and the, and we were told it's exactly the same on the field. That's what it's going to be like on the field because they are going to go out there and they're going to pickpocket you. They're going to batter you. They are going to do this and that. And it was just, it was just, yeah, just, just a bizarre place. For you. you go to Buenos Aires, lovely place. You go to you just want to get out there straight away because it, it's so rough. But the rugby is fierce. It really didn't, is fierce. Didn't, they, didn't to... get
1: thrown on the pitch? Was it? would you go to a football match or something?
0: Well, yeah, that was Tucuman. We we were playing. Um, Ah, what's the name of the, the stadium? Where it, It's literally got a fort um, uh, around and it's got the cages around there because the, it's a football stadium and obviously they get their riots. And Gavin Henson was um, was kicking a goal and someone threw a dead dog over the fence. Oh, wow. Uh, <laughs> that is yeah,
2: crazy. Honestly, it, yeah,
0: honestly. Did it get and, near, and Gav? Uh, that summed up the game, really. <laughs>
2: did it get anywhere near, Gav?
0: <laughs> no, Can you imagine it? it? Away,
1: but... Can you imagine it? That's like oh, the scene but...
2: from The Godfather where it's like you know uh, I made him an offer to count of and he wakes up and his favorite horse's head is by his feet. Yeah. It's like oh, Dogs, if you if you kick yeah, this it's... I'm gonna throw your dog at you and it won't be alive.
1: So... Well, of course we went then. To, That's intimidating. To, to uh, we went to Patagonia then for Valinda fundraising, Valindra Cancer Centre, and we trekked. What. Um, was a historical journey, Kyle. A um, uh, North Whalian group went over on a ship called the Mimosa to find the Promised Land, right? And they didn't make it exactly where the, the the main guy said they would make it. So they had to trek then across this barren land to find, you know, this fertile land. And, and we followed in their footsteps a little bit, didn't we, Shane? And it's quite, yeah. it's where Welsh settlers then ended up, you know. And so we got to meet some of these ancestors. We we climbed a, a mountain called Craig Koch. And uh, they were waiting for us at the top, you know, in Welsh shirts, flags, doing Tombath dance. They sang the Welsh National Anthem. And it, it's generations of these people. And it's amazing. And I, I remember we went up it's and you, you, you greet them. And Shane and I, we'd had a couple of beers the night before as well, to be honest. And I went up to a guy, and said, Hello, uh, I'm Sean. What is your name? And he went, Ignatio Jones. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Incarnacion yeah. Williams. Oh, you got uh,
1: what's your name? Oh, yeah. Dai Jimenez. You know, cool. They are, you know, it's amazing. Incredible. They spoke Welsh, didn't they? they? Spoke some form of Welsh. This yeah, well, it was a lot of them would only speak Welsh or,
0: or obviously Spanish, and I was translating, wasn't I? Because that's right. Um, it's it's quite difficult to. It's very gog Welsh, very North Whelian Welsh, and with a Spanish accent. So it's, it's quite difficult to understand what they say, but when they speak in Welsh, they were saying it speaking to me in Welsh, and then I was having to translate to everyone uh, in English what they were actually saying. But it was incredible, wasn't it? There was, you know, there, it was like going back to the Wild West as well. when right? You go into yeah. saloons, they had these swinging doors, they had um, cowboys on horses, proper Cow-Jos. cowboy hats, isn't it? And the <laughs> the chaps and all that. It was, yeah, it was. the Goats, yeah, it was incredible, but. That's one of the best things I think I've ever done, Sean, is that Pat- Patagonia trip. Oh amazing. It was just amazing. unbelievable. It, the, some of the sights we saw and, and a couple of you know, the people we met and, and just the fact that you travel to all, all the way to the other side of the world and there's a town that their first language is Welsh.
1: It was emotional, just, wasn't it? I,
0: oh, my God. It was it was unbelievable. Um, but what an experience. And and I tell people stories about Patagonia. People don't believe me. No, they, they wouldn't have schools there that... that yeah, that, they do. they teach you Welsh and all this. I was like, it is, I promise you, it's it's the most bizarre thing you've ever seen in your life. But it was amazing. Miguel,
1: what a Miguel trip. Miguel Jones.
2: Well, some of those uh, Jones. Some of those Argentina players are the only people that speak Welsh that have beat the All Blacks in a few years, let me tell you. <laughs> exactly.
1: 1953, exactly. 1953. It was also the scene, right, Pat uh, Patagonia, of um, our idea for a brand new TV show. And we should have done it, really, with Zoom and all that going on. <laughs> We had, first night before yeah. we started on our first day's trek, we got together for a pizza, I think it was, or something, and we ended up having a pint, and then another pint, you know. And we were drinking uh, Gilmez Lager, yeah, Kyle. Yeah. And um, yeah, yeah. And then there was about six of us. And then it said, oh, should we have another one? We've got a trek seven, eight hours tomorrow. Who goes out and only has six pints of Gilmez?" We <laughs> 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 ended up being ten pints, didn't it? It was so we came up with the work. idea of uh, pink, your ten pints.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, don't give too much away because you know we've got Gogglebox and all that now as well. So the simple ideas are the good ones. Yeah, you're <laughs> right. But um, yeah, well, yeah well,
1: you, you can imagine what it is anyway. Ten pints. Let's go back Walking to Welsh rugby, points. boys. Well, I, let's, we've got to go there. Let's not. Uh, well, we've got to go there. With you know, I, I'm I've coached Wales, Shane's played for Wales, you support Wales. I mean, what what's going on, boys? I I you know I'm a pundit. I watch more rugby than probably anybody in Wales, and I can't work it out. Can you?
2: No, it's, no. it's hard, uh, it,
1: It's it's hard.
0: It is hard. It's um as a as a player, right? That that played under Warren Gatland, I knew exactly what we were trying to do. the The old the old Wales in 2008 was play the same way playing the same way, tying the defence and then if we see mismatches or if we stretch that defence then we can use the backs. Um, but you all knew exactly what you were doing so you know you could be in the right place you could wait two or three phases you didn't have to get involved in that breakdown that ruck because you knew exactly where you had to be in the third or fourth phase um, and it worked. You know we won grand slams and, and uh, we scored a lot of tries because of it and played some good rugby. Now The fact that, in a way, the breakdown is a massive issue. We're losing too many players in the breakdown. We can't win the ball. We're not transferring the ball back tidy enough and quick enough for our scrum halves. We're having to put extra players in for that arm wrestle to try and get over the game line, which means we've got slow ball. The teams are fanning out and they're just like, we've got this all day long. That's why we're not seeing tries from Wales. Um, And then when we do get the ball and we go through a couple of phases, we're looking really good then we run out of options. Five or six phases and there's nothing left. We don't have any players left on their feet to to play anywhere. And then when we get a penalty, we kick to the corners, we lose the line out. We either get put back in our own half. We've got a scrum just inside the, the halfway line. I'm thinking it's a great place to attack from centre of the field. Options both sides. <laughs> lose the scrum. It's a penalty to the other team. And you know, it's just really. What was the the possession stats were like? Something like 70, oh. 70 something to Ireland in the first half and territory eighty something to Ireland Enough. in the
1: first half. I know. We're losing both uh, sets. How again. the
0: hell? How are you going to win a game like that? You know. So, you know, you look at the lineouts. Is that um, is that a individual error or is that collectively an error? Because. You'd, you'd like to think the Humps and, 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 the, and the likes of Alan Wayne and the players around their tips would have organised and got that line-out sorted by now. You know, it's the same personnel. I don't yeah. I, I don't think for one second they'd have gone and said, right, let's get Gatland's line-outs out of the way. This is the new ones we're coming in with. What's the point? Just just change the names. Um, and but in so, fair, though, I, I really, I, even I, I, under
2: Gatland, we didn't really have the best line-out, did we, for all those years? I feel like we won the ball. We won the ball, yeah, but the you know the the lineouts weren't always the best um, asset of the, of Gatland's game in my opinion. And on Saturday it, it just there's no there's no asset of the game that Wales have that looks like it's going to propel them to or in Wayne Pivak's words, uh, we we want to change the way we play. Oh, they, we, we need to fix it. He's come out and said some statements. So Why do you need to change something that wasn't working? All right, he's a new coach, new coaching staff. want to put their own stamp on the game. Everyone knows I he think, had a success I, with Scarlett, but why, why fix it if it ain't broken? I
1: think he was trying, I think in a poor way, he was trying to say, in the back of his mind is, his goal is the next World Cup, right? And I think in a polite way, he's trying to say Warren Gatland's way got us so far in World Cups, right? Okay. I think that's what he's trying to say. If we want to go one step further and win the World Cup, which is what his aim is, then we have to play a slightly different way. you know. And fair play to us. We've got so close, 2011, 2015, we run out of steam. And we run out of steam in the semi-final out in Japan, playing the way we got out-muscled at the end of a tournament. So he's thinking... We've got to actually go out and win it rather than try not to lose it. You know what I mean, Shane? Which yeah, is might does. might be it what does. we've done.
0: Yeah, it, it it does make sense in that in that sense because yeah, exactly that. I think 2011 was the was the year we should have won the World Cup. And I'll I'll keep saying that because we didn't tell you we were fit as, you know, we'd done that that uh, training camp in Poland. The players, we were able to chop and change our players quite a lot. You The likes of Priestland, who was playing well, but you could pull him out and put, you know, someone else in. And, and we, we, were, we were steamrolling. We were doing really well. And that was the year, really. But, yeah, I agree. 2015, we ran out of steam. Certainly World Cup. You could see, you know, we, we were hanging on by a thread. The likes of Jonathan Davis having to play injured. You know, boys really out on their feet on the field. And it was tough and and again it is because we play such a physical game we we you know the arm wrestle up front uh and we try and dominate teams that way now that's we've lost that we've lost that completely in in the way that we're playing we've been out muscled by the likes of Scotland we lost oh. the arm wrestle against uh Ireland on the weekend um so yeah he, he could see maybe you know the not going to be there forever either i'm sorry to tell you Kyle but you know, it's going to come a point where we can't just rely on Ali Wynn just to lead us, and, and and the fourteen around him just have a look at him and say, yeah, go for it. Ali Wynn, unfortunately, is going to get old as well, like the rest of us, especially you, Sean. So, you know, it, <laughs> nice. we, we we are going to, you know, it's going to come to that point as well where we don't have these players around us. So, we are going to have to play a different style of rugby rather than be aggressive and try and arm wrestle everyone. But because we're not seeing it immediately. And we're, know, we're all scratching our heads because we can't see where it's going to come from. You know, he is going to get that criticism, but you know, he's going to have to back himself. He's going to have to back himself. Because to if he turns around and says, "Oh, do you know what? You're all right. I'm wrong." Um, I, I, I we have balls of this, it's going to show weakness. So, you know, in fairness to him, he'll dig in. Jonathan Humphries is the same as well. You know, he's a very, you know, he's a very passionate man. He knows what he wants. He won't change anything in the way that he's going to train this team. And you know, you'd like to think that perhaps a few things go away. If we win line ball and the scrum goes well, and we play in the right know. areas, yeah, we seen score way Yeah, we score two tries, we keep the ball, all of a sudden, bang, you, you know, you've got a big performance. So, But I think this Georgia game is perfect for Wales. It's going to be physical up front. They're really going to have to be on, on top of their game. And if the game doesn't go perfect for them, they're still going to be able to score tries behind. Um, so it's it's almost like the perfect... Bounce back game, then, if you know what yeah. I mean. You know, if they were yeah. playing England on the weekend, I, I'd be fearful of a 40 pointer, 50 pointer because that's the way it's going
1: at the moment. But the thing is, mate, he's, he's, he's talking about making sort of 12, 13 changes. So effectively, if he's going to bring back the guys from Ireland, Scotland, then the next time they're going to play is England, it's just a week off, really, isn't it? But I, I'd like yeah. to think that we play we play some different players against England. You know, otherwise, we're going to see exactly the same, aren't we?
0: Yeah, and and as well, you know I'd I, I'm not one of the I hate I'd hate to be one of these players like Sheedy who came on for five minutes last week against Ireland, you're thirty points down. You know, you you know you're not getting put on to make an impact, really. You can't win the game for Wales. You've been put on the field just as a almost as a token gesture it, to say, Well, we've capped you now, you know, what is it like? Oh great. I, I yeah, yeah, sorry, yeah. And look, it's like oh well, yeah, great, you know, um I haven't got my I've got my family here. There's no crowd here. I've got my cap. Doesn't really feel that special, to be honest. I wouldn't have been happy. So he needs to play this week. He needs to, you know, start. He needs to be credited for the fact that he's been training well and obviously he's been doing well for Bristol. We're going, over again, Louis Sami, we hope he's fit because it's a perfect opportunity for him to get involved in a game where he'll be very busy. Um, And, you know, players that we haven't seen much of. Jake Ball, I thought he was great when he came on against Ireland. Physical, takes the ball, tries to get over the game line. Potentially, we've got Josh Navidi back as well. But I I said in in Premier Sports, what is our strongest team? Yeah. We we, we, Because we've played so poorly in two games and no one really has stood out, we don't really know who our first team is at the moment. Anyway, so, you know, it's not really a risk putting these players
1: in, is it? No, it's not. Who are you looking forward to seeing, Kyle? Who would you like to see on the weekend?
2: Oh, well, well, you know my first answer is Lewis rees I absolutely love him. Um, as an Ospreys fan, last season it got pretty tedious watching them. So I watched a lot of the Gallagher Premiership last year. And my favourite two teams to watch were Exeter, obviously, because they were winning. And I were. Uh, podcast friend Stuart Hogg went down to play for them. And I used to love watching Gloucester because it was a Welsh boy coming through who was like, you know, you see him, see some of his tries, who's this boy? And then you start watching the games. And, you know, no one, he's absolutely you know, Reese Lightning. he's quick, but you know, he's, he's very variable. That's not the wrong word. He's versatile. He's playing in different positions, but I want to see him play. Um, I do like you just said there, I don't want to see him being token caps just to say, there we are. We've capped you now. So play for Wales or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel um, is a little bit sore for Rhys Carey. I wanted to ask you both about that because being brought off before half time that doesn't look good. But what will that do now Funny for for a, for a confidence of of him? Like he's picked him.
1: Adam texts me. Yeah, Adam me. Text me. did he? He said he said the yeah. same thing to you. He said, "Do you think I should have a word with Rhys Carey?" I, the same happened to me, and I said, "Yeah, I think yeah. it'd I think it'd be you know really good. Reach out to him." It was I think, on Adam's uh, 100th cap yeah. as
2: well, wasn't it? I think it was no, on
1: yeah, a, yeah,
2: uh, yeah, I think it was on his hundredth cap he pulled him off before half time.
1: Uh, I don't think so. He got pulled off after twenty minutes under Steve Hansen.
2: Oh, did he? Okay.
1: Oh Steve yeah. Hansen, yeah, yeah, he's still yeah. He was still yeah. in school then. Right?
2: Yeah, I was, yeah. Learning oh. my ABCs.
1: But no, uh, I, I think I think it was more it was a bit like the Scarlets the week before against uh, WP Nell Edinburgh. They they had to do it, otherwise a yellow card was coming or a potential penalty try. So they had they to change the picture. That's what the words Humphrey have been using, is we change the picture for the referee so that he's happier. Otherwise, it's going one way. And it's unfortunate. Mm-hmm. But again, as Shane says, Reese carries in, in the team uh, to carry the ball. And he's not carrying the ball. But also, your first point of your job description as a prop, proper scrimmage. <laughs> so if he can't do that, he's going to struggle, you know? Yeah,
2: yeah.
1: But uh, but anyway, I think we'll see wholesale changes. I think we'll see a win and then I think next week will be the the biggest test of winning PIVAC's career in terms of who he selects against England mm. and how we go. So, uh, hey, uh, look on the bright side. Ryan Reynolds and his mate got voted oh, in at Rex, and they now own Rex. So I want to—I've got a long left, boys. I want to do a little qu- a quick thing for you: two Hollywood stars per to take over each Welsh region. Right? Oh, yeah. Come on, dragons! Oh god! Come on, think, think, black. Uh, oh, just... I'll go one. Right? I'll go one. Yeah. It's going to okay. be uh, the girl from Game of Thrones.
2: Oh yeah, I yeah. I was thinking of somebody in a dragon form. Uh, I couldn't remember his name from Aragon.
1: <laughs> what's what's her name from uh, Game of Thrones, the Dragon Queen? Um the Khaleesi, Mother of Dragons.
2: K- yeah, the mother of dragons. Emilia Cam- Amelia Sorry, Clark, so Khaleesi, that's Amelia Clark, there we are. Yeah, yeah,
1: Amelia Clark. Okay. And who else?
2: Scarlet. Or oh, we need two, do we? Yeah.
1: Uh,
0: yeah, she but but she'd she'd end up killing him, would she? 'Cause she doesn't like she likes to
1: rule on her own. All right, tell about it. Then we'll have Peter Jones from Dragon's Den. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah you, you, you've been thinking about these. you just dropped it. I didn't think that. No, right. Ospreys. Come on.
2: There's a couple um, of
1: obvious Hollywood stars. Is there? A couple Ospreys. Oh, Catherine either jones oh, right. oh, yeah. She's
2: from Swansea. Okay. Um, hey, Niche. Niche is she, I thought she was from Swansea? Niche.
1: And who else could we have? Sheen Yeah,
2: he'd probably buy Abalavan instead, though.
1: Oh, my could Sheen, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he would. Yeah, What about the Blues then? Come on, big city club.
2: Cardiff oh, Blues. Could be anyone, couldn't they? Uh, all the could boys any- from Dirty Sanchez. <laughs> <laughs> they do some oh, good, don't they? <laughs> we could get them on.
1: We could get them on, actually. The boys are keen D- to come Dirty on. Dirty
0: Vegan. Dirty Vegan.
1: Dirty Vegan. Yeah, we could have the Mannix. We could have the Mannix; they could, uh, they could take that yeah. over, do a good job. That'd be a good pre-match. Yeah, it'd be, it? it'd be a number. Stereophonics. You could, you could have a number yeah. on, can you? Yeah. What <laughs> about Scarlett? Julian Lewis, Lewis Jones. From down
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> Julian Lewis Jones. Oh my God. And
2: Amarrohid. Brent Ever.
1: <laughs> yeah. Brent Ever. Well, was just a thought, anyway. But hey, Brint Ryan Reynolds. Everwell. Off he goes. Off he goes. Now, before we go, Shane. You're doing a brilliant job, mate, as normal. How you fit it in, I don't know, but today you've done, what, 19 today, 19
0: miles? I. I that's why I'm dressed like this, Sean, I've literally, and the fire's on, I've literally just come in, I've done 13 miles, and the a 6 miles now, so 19. I've got 20 miles tomorrow to do, uh, I'm quite tempted to um, jump on the treadmill now at 12 o'clock, just get some miles in, because it's, really? it's really, yeah, it's, it's it's tough, it is tough. My legs are sore. Um, mentally, it's tough as well. Just thinking, you know, you, you only go so many hours in the day where you need to get these miles in. Um, yeah, it's one of the hardest things I've done. It really is. Physically, well, I mean, you know,
1: I'm um, thinking about it, to be honest, I'm worried about you. you got, so for those who, listeners who don't know, Shane's been doing uh, a mile increase every day in November, starting with one mile, two, he's up to 19 today. Of course, can you think about it? The last 10 days in November, he's going to do 20, 21, 22, all the way up to 30 miles. It's called yeah. the Beast, Shane.
0: Yeah, the Beast November Challenge. Um, yeah, I'm doing it for Villindra Cancer Centre. This is one of those where I've got to try and dig in and go as far as I can. Um, You know, before I did it, I was, I thought, is this something you could do? Because I'm not a long distance runner. Yeah. Um, You know, I'm not a long distance runner. So it was always going to be hard. And I genuinely not sure if I'm going to be able to finish it. You know, I'm I'm on mile 19 now and there's a lot more to come. I've done over 190 miles. Um, Yeah, we'll see. Look, it's a challenge. And I've, what else have I got to do?
1: So. I'll give it a go. <laughs> yeah. you know, one, do know on your last days.
2: day, can you make me a promise? I know you've got, you've been wearing a lot of different uh, kit. I've been seeing your Instagram posts. You're looking good whilst you're doing it and stretching. But on the, one of the days, can you just wear the T-shirt with the mud and the happy smile from um, Forrest Gump? Forrest Gump. Just, yeah, because I feel like that's very yeah. fitting because we are a movie rugby podcast. I feel like you could dress yeah, up, dress up as that. Forrest Gump with a beard and everything one day.
0: I'm starting to look like him as well. with you. I got my running hair as well, so... <laughs> I'm <Mike yeah. running laughs> looking hanging. Uh,
2: no, you smashing it, mate. Fair play. It's... Uh... For somebody who's you know come from rugby and you d- you do so much triathlons, Ironmans—I don't know how many of those you've done—and I remember when we did that ride in California, you did an Ironman and then went and cycled six hundred kilometers in six days. So I have every faith in it's, it's gonna kind of like <laughs> midlife, midlife, you that you're going to smash it. Midlife crisis, Midlife crisis. I think the yeah. midlife crisis is still telling yourself you're in midlife, mate.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. <see> ya. <laughs> right, I'm coming up at the, yes, sure. uh, the end of it I am <laughs> alright quick prediction then boys uh, let's have a score prediction if those who, who listen want to put a, a little bet on what's the score going to be Wales v Georgia before Jake.
2: you do that I'm, last week we did a predictions for Wales and Ireland and I said 38-12 and you went no no they're going to score that and what I was two points off either way or four yeah. Th- 32-9 Ooh, far off there we are. I don't get any prizes, but I just wanted to tell everyone that, you know, sometimes I am right and it was lucky. But anyway, carry on.
0: No, you, you, you go, Kyle. You go first. Who do you think, what do you think the score is going
1: to be, Georgia? 26-14 to
2: Wales. Oh, my God.
1: He has to worry, With, I reckon yeah, I, 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 know I, I think yeah. Wales will score. I think we'll score. I'm going to go 32-10.
0: I I was I I had ten in my mind. I think George is always going to score try and they push over, drive him all from seventy yards out. Um, yeah, I had I I had George George a ten, uh, wheels forty two. Oh, he's gone forty two.
2: Gone big. Someone's got to go big. Okay,
1: good. Yeah,
0: like, I I I th- it's wishful thinking maybe, but hopefully.
2: Face yeah,
1: yeah it'll probably be twelve ten now Anyway, let's get over here Thanks for joining us everybody uh, Sorry we're late again this week But uh, promising you Very special guest next week And uh, we've got a big December coming up So thanks for tuning in to Tuesday Club We'll see you next week